Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by the Cochran Firm and Boston Scientific. We're streaming live on YouTube and Facebook. And of course, not a big boom today, but I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. You don't get a boom today. We can't give you a boom. And I'm fighting through it. If there was a day... To call in sick, literally, it'd be the day. But I say this all the time: win, lose, draw. I'm here for it all, Cowboys Nation. As the Cowboys season comes to an end, man, comes to an end in San Francisco, and what was a bad showing for Dak and this offense, and will most certainly continue the conversation. Can they get over the? We got another eight more months of this. So let's take our time here. Today's conversation, without a doubt, though, and I'm pretty sure for quite some time, will be centered around Dak Prescott. So let's let's just attack that thing head on. And if you want to call into the show to talk about it more, we can. Uh, 351-999-3787 is the call in line. If you hear my voice all crazy and you're wondering why I wasn't here last week, it's because I'm still getting over uh, some respiratory issues, but um, I, I pulled enough through yesterday to 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 hit Texas Live up, watch the game and whatnot, and um, started out fun, started out cool. Shout out to the Niners, shout out to the Niner fans there. They were they were better this year than last year. Was packed down there, didn't end it terribly, and it actually didn't. It started okay. I shouldn't say it started out fun. It started okay because you had the early interception. And then the touchdown and missed field goal and another interception. And things just started to get weird. And you just saw him. We're talking about Dak here. You just saw him never get comfortable. You just saw him kind of rev- what it looked like the San Francisco 49er game of last year. Also, shout out to D'Amico Ryans. He's going to be a head coach somewhere. And, and with the league trending towards offensive-minded head coaches, there's something about how D'Amico Ryans had those guys playing and throughout the year, not just yesterday, throughout the season that I think his scheme can can translate, but we'll see. We'll see. That's neither here nor there. We'll take a look at the film and see how it, it played out. But it seemed like once again, man, we we that he just had the better of Dak. He just had the better of Kellen in his game and we we couldn't overcome it. And then the opportunities that we used to talk about that we hadn't talked about a ton this year. When you get into these type of games, there's going to be opportunities. There's going to be about four spots where you got to make it count. You got to see it. You got to hit it. You got to catch it, whatever. And we missed those. The deep ball to Michael Gallup at the end of the game. Um, the interception with with Trayvon Diggs. And then back to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, the pass to, which I don't know how the hell he got it to C.D. Lamb. But he got it to C.D. Lamb. and But there was T.Y. on the opposite side. Like almost literally five yards to the other side. Probably walks in for a touchdown. You got to hit those spots. The fourth, the fourth and goal one. 
right? You're, you're, you're not really moving the ball that well. You get down to the goal line, you score a touchdown, tie the ball game up. Instead, they elect to go for the field goal. These spots, right, you, you have to hit them in these games. I don't even care about the, 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 the L at the end of the day. It's always about how do we get to that L. And the way they got to that L was so ugly, right? I, I said this at, for the Bucks game. I'd rather them talk about the ugly win, right? And the, the the bickering of why you won. For instance, say Tony or Turpin scores a touchdown. Defense gets a stop, turnover, whatever, kick the field goal, you win. I don't care if they talk about how bad the game was because you won and you advanced and you're going to have these type of games. But it comes down to at the quarterback position, especially when Tony Pollard went out. I felt like this was a game where Dak could have really put so many things to bed when Tony Pollard went out. Can he carry a team that may not be, you know, one of them ones in regards to the to that specific type of talent? And you had opportunities in this game. And he came up short again and the conversation will roll. And we're getting these callers coming in. So we're going to get a handful of more and we'll have the conversation. We'll talk about it. Endless. We got we got weeks. We got months. We got a long, long, long way to go here. The offseason is here. I'm not as I don't know. I'm just not I'm not as down as maybe you might think. Because coming into this season, I thought the ceiling for this team was the championship game and they had an opportunity to get there. Uh didn't happen, so they didn't fall from what I expected to happen with this squad. But it sucks because you had the opportunity to get there. Like, this game was winnable, man. This game was absolutely winnable, and they lost it. You know? And it sucks, Cowboys Nation. Absolutely sucks. But um, we do got to get to the roundup. We do have some news coming out of that. Obviously, the Tony Pollard injury, some J. Ron Kerr stuff, and then we'll kind of briefly go around the league. We'll just talk about the championship games and see where these matchups are at. So let's do that real quick. Come out, hit these phone lines, and uh, try to get out of here without losing my voice or something crazy. All right, let's do it. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Hey, yo. Well, the final four has been set. Get the Chiefs Bengals rematch, which man, I can't wait for that. Just as a football fan, again, removing my Cowboys fandom and just football fandom, this is going to be an exciting championship Sunday. Uh, the Bills, I'm sorry, the, the Bengals beat the Bills 27 to 10. They're probably having different conversations over there in Buffalo about Josh Allen, who very similarly had a, a very almost similar year in regards to Dak and you know divisional round exit, not a great divisional round game turnovers a lot of turnovers this season but they made plays but that's a conversation they'll probably be having over there in buffalo but for the Bengals and the chiefs this is five years in a row for the chiefs man i, I expect them to be in this game it seems like every year for the Bengals, i'm up we're getting to that point now because joe is one of them ones and i feel like they'll be there they, they, they just look like they were on a mission yesterday just clicking just everything looked so smooth they ran the ball well they schemed up things well, and they look like the best team uh, yesterday. Probably the best team. In it. I'm not saying they are the best team in the AFC, but 
with Pat Mahomes getting injured, which absolutely sucks. I, I hated that for Pat Mahomes. There's a chance that I think the Bengals walk away with this dub. But again, that's next week. But they, they beat them like three times in a row anyway. So they seem to be their kryptonite. On the other side, the Eagles just demolished the Giants. And honestly, I never really gave the Giants a chance. We were we wanted the Giants to win this thing. But the, the Giants had no business being there, man. They just had a good draw in round one. Philly gets a good draw in round two. And now they get a heavyweight matchup with San Fran, who's I think defense is going to challenge them. But I think the difference with the Philadelphia Eagles are going to do than what we did. They'll challenge San Fran deep. I don't think we did that enough. Uh, their scheme is 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 that's integrated in their scheme. They they're similar in a sense with San Fran. They'll get some deep overs. They want to play some mind games with you from a schematic standpoint. That's not necessarily what the Cowboys do. And again, we'll probably break that down a little bit more, but. By the time we started to hit deep or go deep, it felt like it was a little too late. And you never took San Fran out of their comfort zone offensively because you weren't scoring points on your side of the ball. And I think that, I hate to say this, man, but I would, I'd give Philly the edge in this one because I think they have the scheme to test that defense, which is a great defense. It's just a matter of the Brock Purdy Kyle Shanahan offense can can they score enough points to allow their defense to still play fast? So it'll be a good one. This this these championship games, I think, are going to be good. Sad news coming out that game, and I saw it immediately when he got tackled. I did not feel good about it. I think they need to outlaw this tackle. I don't know why they didn't do it after Dak Prescott's leg got broke. I thought they did. Maybe I'm wrong. But Tony Pollard suffered a fractured fibula. And it'll take about three months, I think I heard, for him to recover. And you, you it, this just sucks for TP. Career year, pro bowler, was your most explosive weapon on offense. And you knew when that happened, I, I figured things would get tough for this offense. But damn, right away, like the next play, I didn't see that one coming. Tony Pollard got taken down with one of those, swung his legs, pulled him down, fell on his, his his leg, and fractured his fibula. And that, the pit, must you could if you could feel how I felt when that happened, I said, "Oh shit!" That means Ezekiel Elliott is going to be the guy for the remainder of the. And I was worried that we wouldn't make any changes offensively to combat that and I don't know how many changes you can make but we didn't really adapt and you saw it right when when TP was in there it wasn't like he was ripping off 10 yarders or anything like that every play but he had eight touches and he averaged over four yards per touch so he was the guy against a good defense that was giving you something but once he went out the run game was absolutely gone Tony Pollard and and Dak was the run game they had 42 or 44 yards at that point in the game when TP went out. They finished with 76. That just goes to show you that without Tony Pollard, you could pretty much forget about the run game. Now, he, they could have did some things to offset that, and maybe they tried to with some of the short passing game. But it got to a point where San Fran was like, oh, they're not finna run this ball. They're not finna run it well, and they don't got the guy that we fear most running the ball anymore, so... Now we can make them one-dimensional, and that's exactly what happened. In the very next play, interception, uh, tries to fit it in. Looks like 
Lamb, again, I don't have the actual tape just from the broadcast view, sat down in the zone. I don't know what the opposite concept or the concept on that side was, but Ward peeled off, came down, made a great play on the ball, didn't see Ward, tipped it right into Fred Warner's hands and re- stopped me if you've heard this before, tipped interception. Some odd plays later, they get a field goal, go up nine to six, I think it was, at halftime. So that that was a key play in the game, a key turning point in that game there was Tony Pollard's injury. I, you know, you know the domino effect, the butterfly effect. I feel like if he doesn't get hurt, he just gets up. Maybe you run it again. Maybe that doesn't happen. You don't know. But that 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 one right there, Tony Pollard going down, just felt like, okay, this is going to be even harder than we imagined. J-Ron Curse came out of that game. I mean, he was already nicked up, but... It came out that he was dealing with fluid in his knee and his calf. I don't know how the hell he played um, with the MCL sprain. And now he needs shoulder surgery for a torn labrum, which he was quietly playing through for several weeks. We listen, we knew that J. Ron Curse was dealing with something. We, we, we just absolutely knew he was not out there playing at the top of his game. Am I? Check, check. Check, 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 Mike. Check. Okay, we're good. That was worse. Uh, we knew that uh, J. Ron Curse was not healthy. But he was your leader on defense. And when guys like J. Ron Curse go out there and, and, and play through these things and play particularly well, like J. Ron wasn't the J. Ron of last year, but he played he played well enough for you. Um, and... There was a point in time I was wondering, man, is he too banged up to look at for the future? But they only signed him to a two-year contract, so he'll be back next year. I think it's a good thing to have him back next year. Uh, We'll have a lot of conversation in the offseason about guys leaving. That safety room could look a little bit different. Not a lot different. A little bit different because of Donovan Wilson, who's been my guy since he was drafted. Love Dono. But I got a feeling that they'll roll with Curse and Malik. Another conversation you can have there. Um, and then they'll bring Israel McQuamu and you got the cat from, uh, was it Florida, Florida A&M. So I think they'll roll with that, but I would approach Donald, see, see if you can get into a similar deal as you got hooker and curse, because I think it's important to have those. If Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator that my friends is a whole nother discussion. Something that we talked about in the post-game show with Jesse Ali last night. It feels like, especially after this game, where the defense played, they played really well, man. I mean, I, you can't really say anything about this defense. The only thing you could say is, you know, the, the Trayvon Diggs series, right? Where if he makes a damn tackle on Kittle, maybe he knocks the ball out. If he gets the interception, now you're talking about the score still being tied as opposed to them scoring a touchdown. But other than that, I can't really... I can't really be mad at them. I thought they pressured Brock Purdy. I thought they confused him a bit. I thought Dan, they did fantastic against the run. I had a, I don't want to call it a hot take, but it was a part of our segment last week where I said, I personally think this defense was equipped to deal with their offense this year. I just did. I, I felt good about the speed of the defense. I felt good about Dan Quinn learning from what happened last year. I felt good about this pass rush, and I felt good about going up against Brock Purdy, who is a rookie quarterback. He didn't score a touchdown, but he also didn't make mistakes. But he didn't do anything really to, to make their offense put you out of reach. 
So I got to give kudos to Dan Quinn and his defense. Felt good about that. What I didn't see coming was the offense laying a stinker of 12 points. And we came into this matchup, not this matchup, into the playoffs saying, can we get four? Four games, not just four to quarterback. Four games. Not just clean football, but the bag. The bag being whether it's the quarterback being in his bag, whether it's the offensive coordinator being in his bag. We hadn't really gained that trust quite yet that we can get four consecutive games of that. And we came off of a high, right? A really, a really, a really good game against Tampa where we saw concepts, we saw great quarterback play, and we're like, can we get that again? This is against a better defense, not expecting a perfect game, but I said just half of that from both, from conceptually and the quarterback, and it didn't happen. Um, and I don't even know if you needed to have a perfect game, but you couldn't have a poor one, and that's what happened, and that's why the Cowboys are at home, in my opinion. Well, at least one of the main reasons. Why the Cowboys are at home, in my opinion. All right, I'm going to lock these up. We're going to try to get through all of these. Lines are absolutely stacked right now. So let's go ahead and get into these Pulse of the Nation hotlines presented by the Cochran Firm. Uh, Since 05, our guys Larry and Brian. And Brian, if you're listening, man, (laughs) it's a tough one. And I know Larry happy as a mug. He's a Washington fan, I think. But they've handled the most challenging civil cases involving personal injury, wrongful death, fraud, truck, and automobile accidents, which are a lot of those in Dallas. If you've been involved in any of those and need any type of legal assistance, the Cochran Firm will help you out. They'll fight for you. They've been doing that for a very long time. Hit them up at 1-800-THE-FIRM or get your free consultation today at CochranTexas.com because Cochran cares. And I'd be remiss if I didn't start this off with, because I feel like, and, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, Toxic, but my guy, uh, Joey, made a, a, a very good, Joey Ikes made a very good tweet this morning. He said, some of y'all spent the last 12 months waiting for the last 24 hours so you can say you were right about some flaw with this team. But he said head coach, he said quarterback, head coach, OC, DC, et cetera, et cetera. So this is your time. And I'm not, I'm not doing any of that. This is your time, Toxic. Take it away, sir. Good morning, Sky. I just mm-hmm. wanted to first get out a good job covering the game last night. Um, yeah, I mean, I just want to say the A to Z squad did a great job covering this season, so I want to give you flowers right now. And, we ain't uh, done, but thank pleasantry. you. I just want to give a hand to Jerry Jones and his immaculate plan to start this year and how everything that people said in April came right to fruition. I'm not going to attack Dak Prescott. He's the product of a system that clearly cares more about cap space than improving the actual roster. I couldn't sleep last night, so I rewatched last year's playoff game. And, wow, it's the same exact game. And you saw how one head coach, or excuse me, how one coach is able to adapt to the game and, you know, get things corrected and how another coach who is bulletproof will continue to make the same mistakes over and over again because he's empowered by a man that cares more about his ego than actually winning. This season, if you look at it from a grand scheme of things, look how the Cowboys entered into this season when they had more talent last year. And look how the teams that are remaining in the playoffs attack the season. 
Jalen Hurts was an awful quarterback last year. So what did the Eagles do? Did they talk about his cap space and how they can't give him help? No. They went out and they traded and they attacked the fa- in all phases of the game to improve their team. Sure. And I look at the Cowboys and I'm seeing the same old angry Jerry bit. We saw this last year, the same exact time. Cowboy fans, don't fall for this unless I'm at the point where the same TV show has to stop at some point where I keep hearing you gotta, this man. You just got to turn off the TV show. And the TV show is run by a circus orchestrator who is the ultimate salesman. Yeah, if you if, but if you're waiting for it, if you're waiting for the TV show to change, you you probably better off just turning it off. At this point, and Professor O made a really great point about this already in the chat. I'm really going to see how interested this team really is about winning of what they do with Zeke, because Zeke isn't worth oh, anything boy, that he's getting other... paid right now. Notice I no yeah. Notice I didn't bring up any other player because I know what today's conversation is about. Today's conversation is about Dak Prescott. But the Zeke conversations for it probably be for some point That's in time. Fair. But 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 you're right. I mean that he he seemed to just skate by this season. But hey, it is what it is. And the the whole thing, Beck. Uh, the whole I'm not going to attack Des, Dak Prescott because I don't know what you want Dak Prescott to do. He's Tony Romo 2.0. You give him all the excuses in the book. You give him a terrible offensive coordinator who will probably be a head coach of this team because no other team's going to want him at some point, and you are expecting him to play hero ball every single day. Well, what now, about instead of saying attack, I hate to use the word attack, right? But but today, yeah, you're right, you're right. what about accountability? Um, because I think he he absolutely takes a brunt of the accountability last, last night. Because, look, mm-hmm. whether it's fair or not, Toxic, we've had this conversation for months yeah. prior to the season – it's going to come down to him being able to overcome all of that. And I know your favorite your favorite line is it's not going to happen. In regards to like the coaches overcoming the front office, players yeah. overcoming the coaching. Fair enough. For us diehards that are here every day, we 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 have these intricate conversations. Yeah. But for majority of of the fan base and football fans, that stuff doesn't matter, right? It's about can you overcome yeah. it and get it done, whether it's stacked against you or it's not stacked against you. And there were opportunities in that game for it for it to happen, man, and and he didn't do it, and he and, and it got he looked like he was just un he wasn't confident, he was uncertain, he was You're shook, right. like like D'Amico Ryan's felt like had his number in this game, and I mean I don't know if you called in last week when I said this or whenever it was, I was like it feels like when we when he gets to this point, like when the offense gets to this point. We don't have anything to kind of shake us up and get us out of it. We don't have a play or a, a, a package right. or what have you to say, "Hey, man, let's turn to this and get going." Where I looked across the across the um, the aisle or whatever you want to call it, the 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 field, and I'm like, "Man, their offense did not play great. Like they they just they just didn't." Mm-mm. But when they needed it, right? They absolutely yep. needed it. They had packages that said, "Oh, I know this is going to work," and boom. Christian You're McCaffrey right. first down. Ayuk, boom. You get him, you get him lined up on Anthony Barr. That just that just wasn't the case for Dallas. And you needed Dak to kind of rise up and just make something happen. And he didn't in this game. So I do think he needs to be held accountable a little bit here. I and to look across the aisle, to me, you're looking at a tale of two cities almost. I look at the 49ers, and if I'm the owner of the Cowboys, I would say, How do I get that on my sideline? How 100%. do I get a guy? that is so good at scheming that I can literally hand him anything. I mean, that's a Jerry Jones wet dream. You can be cheap and you get a guy that knows how to use stuff. That's what Jerry wants, right? 
I just, I don't understand at what point are we going to stop trying the same old stupid plan and look at the teams that are actually winning and go, how do we be more like them? And it starts with the man that got the first press conference and did that little charade of how he was upset. If that doesn't change, again, I just feel like we're in the exact same spot as we were this time last year. And that's probably the worst part of it out it is, is that I can deal with down seasons and stuff, but when you are seeing the same results over and over and over again, brother, you got four playoff wins in 27 years. You're the problem. Until that, 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 yeah. that happens, I feel bad. I'm, I'm glad that Dak Prescott is the professional. That's not going to be the excuse maker to go, well, my owner did this. Dallas is lucky to have Dak Prescott, that he's a professional like he is. Because I don't know if some of these younger fans remember the Quincy Carter, Chad Hutchinson, the quarterback carousel days. If we lose Dak Prescott, I, do, I know for a fact our front office is not capable of either bringing in a free agent quarterback Hmm. or getting lucky again. I, I just I can't have faith in it. So I hope this offseason is different where we're not bringing in garbage free agents like other than Ryan Nall, of course. We're not bringing in garbage free agents like James Washington. And we are lit, literally looking at this. We have tons of cap space. How do we go for it now? Instead, we're probably going to hear the same old, let's talk about cap space, oh, our quarterback, big piece of pie, like no other team is doing. So. Yeah. Younger Cowboy fans, I'm really sorry that you have to put up with this. It is true that this team for a long time ago was cutting edge and was great. It's just plain sad what this team has become now. So other than that, Sky, thank you for coming in and not calling off a sick day. And uh, <laughs> have everyone else have a great day on the baseball season. Uh, thanks, Toxic, man. Good good stuff from Toxic. A lot, a lot there. And, and, and me and Toxic are in the line in regards to the offseason stuff. And a lot of that was off-season stuff. But that, you know, that's a point that about getting another quarterback, right? Again, lots of Cowboy fans ready to move on from Dak Prescott. Listen, it's okay to, to come here and talk like that. I say this all the time. I understand the frustrations. I'm not going to fight you on, on your opinion or what have you on it. I'll debate you when it's, when it's what's worthy of a debate, depending on what you're saying. But you want to move on from it, that's cool, right? But do you trust this front office? And when I was putting together, uh, when I used to do different type of like documentary videos, you know, and you research more things, it's like, do you really trust them? I mean, these dudes that wanted Connor Cook, Paxton Lynch. You know, they wanted these type of guys. These are the dudes who, the two franchise quarterbacks that they have fell in their laps. One as an unrestricted free agent, thank Full to Sean Payton, which is another conversation. And the other fourth round pick, which they did they did a little bit more work for that one, but it's still fourth round pick. I don't know, man. I don't know that I that I trust them. But but so the, now the question is, do you want to live? And I'm entertaining this idea because it's not happening this year. Maybe it happens in two years, what have you. But let's entertain it. Do you trust them to make that? the right decision via the quarterback right now it ain't happening like you're not getting a quarterback in the top whatever picks unless you're going to trade away everything oh but wait they don't like to trade away picks yeah so now do you say okay do we risk sucking for two or three years and hope they land the top pick and what have you and and acquire that well that that'll that will require two to three years of sucking then getting the quarterback and 
probably another two to three years of figuring that out because as we have we seen Miami, the Chargers, you know, it's not always going to work that way. Buff, or Buffalo, well, Buffalo took some time too. So you're talking about another potentially half decade or so of figuring this thing out and maybe that doesn't work. Or do you say, listen, man, we know what we got. We got to tweak some things. Let's go all in, another offseason conversation, and try to do this thing. If it doesn't work, we'll blow it up. Y'all know what my, y'all know what I want to do. I've been trying to go all in forever, but that's not, that's not what we do. That's not what we do here. So now it's about, okay, the cue that you do have, whether it's fair or not, I need you to rise up. And he didn't yesterday. There is no getting around that. He did not. And so when these questions and these, these concerns and these frustrated fans that, again, I've been waiting 12 months for these 24 hours to do this i get it it didn't it didn't happen this is what you're waiting for and and it's and it's here and so you this is your time this is your time and i understand los what's up man yes good morning sky can you hear me yes sir man hey there's not a lot i can say here that would change about how we perform or help me cope with this loss. Therapy this session, team, man. It's I, therapy session. We're talking it out this morning. Yeah, but this team has underperformed in the biggest stages. And it's not how we lost, guy. But it's... No, yeah, it is how we lost. Yeah, yeah, you're, saying, we you're, lost, it's, yeah you're saying it's not it, that it, we it, lost, it's how. Yeah. yeah, it's how we lost. Yeah. There are too many times, too many question marks, like, if this would have happened, if this would have happened, et cetera. Why couldn't we play our brand of football and live with the results of our best? However, we live with so many questions about our system, about a quarterback, who's going to be running the ball next year. And prayers to Pollard, man. I hope I hope he gets better. You know, yeah, he sucks, does get man. he does deserve a back, man. Prayers to him. But it's one thing to show respect to the team, but it's another to, to be afraid to go at them. And that's how I feel Dallas attacked, just attacked the 49ers. Very you know, well just put. Jab, yeah, just jabs, but never combos or upper, uppercuts of haymakers, you know? And cornerbacks driving to the football was insane. But that might be because they actually knew what was coming. Right oh, 100%. Off the you know, and, and it's no secret. I never like Kellen Moore or how he got into that primetime position of his job. However, this game is leaving me questions about Dak, and that's very concerning because one thing your quarterback should should be the reason you drive a team to win, which he showed at times, Scott, don't get me wrong, but his, his consistency of this year of everything has to be perfect is not just – it just makes me feel stuck and immune to this feeling of just letdowns. So and I truly, truly – That part oh, right ahead, there, you I, said the consistency of every – what do you – can you say that again? I'm a bit confused. What do you mean by that? The – the inconsistency, the inconsistency of everything have to be perfect, is is like you, yeah. You what know, do you just, what do you mean by that? Because nothing was perfect like about this offense. Yeah, basically, yeah. he has no weapons. You know, like nothing. You know, well. Oh yeah, he, CD he Lamb, Tony Pollard, you know, Dalton yeah, Schultz. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. weapons there. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, I'll say he had weapons, but like, um, my bad. Um, let me revert it. Yeah, yeah. If he to... had like. Uh, I'm just saying, like, if every everything has to be perfect in this scheme for him to be 
100% running it. Because if this team is not clicking, if it's like, because um, I feel like this this game where we attacked from the scheme point was nowhere we where we attacked with Tampa Bay last week, you know? And oh, well, just, yeah, there's I no just, doubt about that. But, I mean, things were not perfect this year offensively. You might have had like three games, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, um, Chicago, right, where it was just flowing like that throughout. But for the most part, this offense has been, all right, man, you got to kind of get it get it through the mud. You're going through some adversity, whether it be an interception or whatnot, and they usually come out on top for the most part going into this game, 9-3 and three, since he came back. The difference was you didn't finish in this one, right? Like you, you didn't. It was very similar to the game last year where you just couldn't get anything going, but you had a chance to finish and you couldn't finish. Because like you said, how you lost, right? Like if you if you went down there, scored, got the lead, and they came back and won, it's a different story. But you had the opportunity, even within the game being muddy, the game not being perfect, you still had those. All I needed was one drive, right? One drive, and, and we're talking about, all right, we got the ugly W, let's move forward. It didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, and one thing that's very unforgivable, like, is the interception in the red zone. You just can't do that. I don't, yeah. I don't know what happened there, but, yeah. And, and I'll leave you with this, man. Shout out to you, Sky. You know, everybody in the YouTube community that covers the, the Cowboys, Vodge, Law Nation, all, you know, um, what's his name? Um, dang, I forgot. Everybody, man. Yeah, yeah. It's all- yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody. Yeah. And, you know, to cover this team, but damn, this one does hurt, especially when you had the best opportunity to come out the NFC. And I can't root for any NFC team at all, but you you have to show Tough the enough. GM's respect on how they built and added pieces to make their team competitive. And, Jerry, you can say sorry all you want, but, man, time, 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 you know, time is undefeated, man. So, hey, that's all I got to say. Peace out. Appreciate you, Lowe's. We are 100% rooting for the 49ers. Right? Like, I understand old school fans might look at the Niners as, you know, the Washington football people. Maybe younger fans might look at them like Green Bay. I don't know. But there's not a chance in hell I am rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles or not rooting against them. So put all your might with the 49ers, goddammit. To beat Philly. When it comes to the Super Bowl, hey, I don't care who you root for over there. But I don't want to see Philly in Come on, man. I need them to join me in this misery here. There's no chance. B. What's good, B? Hello? Hello? My bad, G. I actually muted the phone. Oh, good. My man. What's been good with you, folks? Hey, man, I heard from you about two times this year. Always good to talk to you. Wish it was under better circumstances, though. Oh, man, you know, man, I've just been working, man. But I took the past, the next day off, man, from work. I was like, man, I got to be able to call in and talk to my dog regardless of how the game is, man. Oh, yeah, Everything well, been good with you? Win, lose, or draw, hear through it all, man. Everything been good. It's been a good season uh, professionally. Lately, though, been a little sick yeah. under the weather, but but – I said, I got to be here for our Cowboys therapy session, no matter what happens. But win or loss, especially after the loss. I know a lot of fans, we want to get it out. So I, I had to be here, man. So I'm here. What's up with you? We, we, we appreciate you, my G. Man, I'm going to get right to it, man. I'm not as disappointed 
or down as I was last year. And the reason why, man, I Mods, took, do I was your job, Mods. Do your job. I was I was consistent with the approach that me and you talked about earlier in the off season was just enjoy the season. Week to Too week. many times last year, man, I wasn't in the moment. I didn't enjoy it, and I felt like with the moves or lack of moves that was made in the off season, I felt like this team was playing with house money all year. And that's the approach I took, man. I enjoyed this season, just watching this team play. Half the time I thought they was going to lose. And I tempered my expectations until I was like, okay, so they're going to be in the playoffs. Okay, now it's like, all right, but let's still, let's just watch and just enjoy the season, man. And that's what I did, man. And it allowed me to be able to swallow this loss better than I did last year. But when you look at it, bro, the same way that the Cowboys season started is the same way it ended. And the offensive, the offensive production or lack thereof, the passing game, it looked just like it did in week one Am I, against the Bucks. Am I tripping? Um, I, I, I compared it to what it looked like against San Fran last year. But the, the Bucks game, I mean, I don't think you're far off. I don't think you're far yeah, off. Yeah, man. It's just crazy, man. And you sit back and you watch it, and it was just, it's just too bad. You know, the defense, I haven't seen the defense put back-to-back games like that in a couple weeks, bro. And Yeah, the only thing that they didn't do that that usually is what they do is get the ball. That one drive, man, where they just they just got out of character and Diggs dropped the pick. That was the if one. If he catches that ball, it looked like it was nobody over there. I'm like, I was thinking touchdown as soon as it hit his hand. Well, he'd have got a yeah. He'd have got a return, and you you know that maybe give you some mojo because did you notice like there really wasn't any moment in the game after the first half, really the first touchdown, where there was a a a kind of a spark play. Yeah, a sack might have happened, a tackle for loss, but I'm talking about like a spark play up until that forty something yard pass to CD Lamb. Yeah, man, and and you know what? I was disappointed in Kellen. It seems like this is a reoccurring theme here. I was disappointed. When you lose a guy like Tony Pollard, you know, as I, I was expecting to do him to do, this is what this is the Turpin offensive game, and we never saw it. You lost speed and explosiveness with, with TP. This is a game where it's like, okay, now let's see that package that, we, that you've been saying you have plays for with Kevontae Turpin, and it never happened. You I don't even see him know if he said yeah, That was terrible. That you, was him this year. You didn't even get him in the game to just see if you can clear somebody out and run a deep over route underneath him. It was just no creativity as usual. And it was just like, damn, man, we can't keep having Dak throw these interceptions on five-yard button hooks. On that second and two going into the half, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what what kind of concept? I was like, oh, never mind. That's Scott Linehan, five-yard hookup. Scott always talk about it. These button hooks, man, and it usually that's what gets Dak in trouble. Them button hooks over the field, over the middle of the field, or late to the outside. Because because teams are just, sitting on it. I mean, they teams are going to sit on it. So I wasn't. We're going. I'm going to wait till the film come out to really talk schematically. But you can obviously we can watch and and see that there wasn't the things we wanted. Again, we talk about bringing it back. B, I don't know how like often you you've been watching, but we talk about bringing the bag you had in one week to the next game. How much play action did y'all see in this game? 
I didn't see I didn't see, I didn't see I a play action ran under center, bro, until the the touchdown at the end of the half or whenever it was in the second quarter. And then I didn't see it again until sometime in the second half. And I'm like, what are we doing? I saw a ton of, exactly? sh- of shotgun runs. I, I, I saw trying to be cute with Tony Pollard with these these we don't need to be cute with Tony Pollard. But I said, you know what? Nope. Today's going to be about Dak Prescott, so I'll stick to the Dak Prescott thing, and we'll look at how you know we ran certain things. Uh, but but uh, hearing people that were there in the press box saying there wasn't a whole lot of you know downfield concepts, which shocked me because in the pregame show I said it was two things I saw on film against this 49ers defense from the Raiders and the Seahawks: play action Second. and deep ball. Like and deep balls, the, and like attacking the secondary it. and getting those linebackers off their spots with play action works. And it was like, nope, let's spread it out, let's run shotgun, and let's hope that you know D'Amico Ryan's doesn't have our number and Dak Prescott makes the right read right, right away because he ain't gonna have a ton of time to be trying to get through everything with Nick Bosa on the other side in the pass rush, and it played right into their hands, and he couldn't right. elevate. His game within that game, here we are, B. And it's it sucks, man, because I was sitting there and I'm just like, damn, and I wish they stay in two tight end sets. They're having success out of this formation, just out of this personnel group, just switch up the formation out of two tight end sets. And it would piss me off, but it was kind of true. I was I went to a 49er bar out here, bro. I didn't care. I was I was on enemy territory. And they said something at the end of the game, but it was it's probably true. We probably win that game if Cooper Rush plays. Not because Cooper Rush is better, but because of the type of game, game plan, plan that he would have if he Interesting played. Point. And that's the game plan that you would have needed to beat the 49ers because you know what? That's the game plan they used against you. I don't believe Brock Purdy played great, but Kyle Shanahan oh, did not Shanahan allow did, Brock Purdy and Brock Purdy to lose that game for them. And that was the difference. I wanted it to be Dak Prescott versus Brock Purdy when it counted. But instead, it was Kyle Shanahan versus Kellen Moore. And I know they kind of go hand in hand, but I think you no, understand I, what I'm I, I think I get the gist of what you're, what you're saying here. And, and that's kind of what no, I opened up the show with, uh, or opened up the, I think, our call or somebody else's call. And what I talked about with Jesse last night is, you know, you look on the other side of that, of the field and you say, I want some of that. I I, I want, I want that type of, of, of scheme where I can lean on it no matter who my cue is. Yeah. That's the scheme. That's when you know you have a scheme in place. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with, man, I know it's a ton of people that got to get in. Yeah, we got a handful. All I heard after the game was the Cowboys didn't have enough playmakers. They didn't have enough playmakers. Well, the playmaker that you needed last night, he was in Cleveland. And I'm going to leave you with that. <laughs> I ain't I'm going to be tapping in with you more often. I'll talk, man. But you know I ain't lying, Scott. You know I ain't lying. He was in Cleveland. <laughs> All right, All right, All right B. Appreciate you, big dog. It's always good catching up with you, my dude. Yes, sir. My man. The funny thing about it is, I don't, yes, it'd be nice to have Amari. Still could have won that game. Still could have won that game. Yes, it would have been nice to have better scheme schematics. Still could have won that game. I mean, you, I, I'm not going to shake the fact that there were still opportunities to win that game. Dak just didn't rise to the occasion. I mean, 
anybody that's been here for watching me for a year or whatever it's been here, I've been saying the same thing. You got to overcome all that, bro. You just do. And if you can't, one or two things have to happen because I said this before. This Kellen and Dak Prescott thing, it's reached its limit. Something's got to shake. So the question now becomes, as Cowboys fans, let's just talk about it as Cowboys fans. You want to move on from the Q? You want to move on from the OC? You move on from both, a little bit more risky. Because some people like both. Some people don't like both. Some people like one, not the other. I, I don't know. It's all over the place with our, our fan nation. But I think this duo can't. It just can't, man. It, it, just, it just can't continue. There's, I don't think there's any more juice to squeeze out of this duo. And yesterday I talked about when I look around the league, for those who, and this is fair, I'm not trying to come at Cowboy fans that are focused on Cowboys. You're a Cowboy fan. But when you look around the league, me personally, yes, go get me, if they choose the correct one, another OC to squeeze a little bit more juice. Because I look around the league, I saw what Dayball did for, for Allen when he came in. I see what Ben Johnson has done for Jared Goff. You know, I, I've seen what Andy Reid did for an Alex Smith and all those other quarterbacks he's done it with. Hell, Baker Mayfield goes to, to, to the Rams and has a few games, right? Like, I've seen coaching be able to squeeze things out of uh, – Veteran players, veteran quarterbacks, right? So I'd be more inclined to do that than try to search for another quarterback. Just with this franchise, by the way, who wanted Connor Cook and Paxton Lynch. Drafted Stephen McGee and Mike White. You know? That fell to their two last two current franchise quarterbacks. So a lot to take in, man. A lot to take in. We'll keep it moving here. Uh, let's get to Shavance and then a couple callers. I don't remember the numbers quite. What's up, Shavance? Hey, what's going on? Um, oh, you know, for, I got to tell this to everybody. For everyone that says, oh, we needed Cooper, we needed this guy, we didn't need anything except to use the guys we had right. That's, we that's, had, that's true. That's the truth. We had all the personnel we needed. We played a bad, in my opinion, we played a bad game, and we were one score away from beating the Niners. So I was like, you know, imagine this with me. Flip coaches. Kyle Shanahan's our coach for that game. Oh, what happens? Bro, the confidence we I would have had out. going we into that game them out. with Kyle Shanahan them is out. totally different. <laughs> we will stomp them out. Oh, my God, it's not even close, and I can tell. So, you know, I'm really sick of this. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm done with the Kellen Moore experiment. Here's, here's the problem: when you don't run, then your defense has to go back on the field, and there's another problem: the defense is in fault too. How did we get here? Our defense had the most turnovers; they had 33. Right behind them, uh, they were right behind us with 30, but they had a better differential. So when you go into a game and you turn the ball over twice, your defense has to do what got you there and get you the ball four times on a muff punt and three opportunities to make interceptions. When you go one for four on your opportunities to get turnovers, that's what got you there. And that's why you didn't – as soon as Diggs – that was the third one. I even told my buddy before the game, I said, yo, 
Land's going to have one. Wilson's going to have one. And then Diggs going to have one. Land dropped one. Wilson dropped one. And then Diggs dropped one. And I was like, oh, my God, that was the game. Like, all of them were important. But that last one for Diggs, as soon as that happened, A, it was demoralizing. And then we had the penalty because we're tired when we should. They're probably thinking we should be off the field. They get the penalty. They get another penalty because they're tired and they should be off the field. Now they're demoralized because it's first and goal from the three. Then the score, then the touchdown happens. You get that pick, none of that happens. None of that. Yeah, I think if you get that interception, uh, you know, you go down, get some points. Hell, if you score a touchdown, we're, we're, we're probably talking about it. We're probably talking about this game in a, in a way that Bengal fans were talking about beating the Tennessee Titans on the road, right? Where it was like 19 to 16, ugly game, quarterback didn't play well, but the defense got three turnovers and they got the turnover that mattered, the drive that mattered, kicked the game, win field goal. Uh, instead, you couldn't win an ugly one. And we, and we said you were going to have to win these ugly ones in the playoffs, right? Uh, during the regular season when they were winning ugly. So I didn't care I if they I, won ugly. You just had to win. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who needs to hear this, though, but I keep saying it. Dak Prescott is Dak Prescott, okay? That means, what did I say before, 16, like 16 to 26 passes a game. He is, he might be the best quarterback that ever lived. No, stop In it. that window. Stop it. He might be, in that window, he might be the best QB that ever lived. Stop it. You get him above 26, 30 passes, he's average. Let's End say, of story. Let's use the, Look at the stats. The numbers 35. Why are you trying to use the a 30. screwdriver to take off a car tire? Use your tools properly. The number's 35. It's not 16 to 26. That's hyperbole. Well, whatever. I, as yeah. soon as he doesn't need to throw the ball more than 30 times a game. Doesn't need to. Every time I see him throw 26 times, he's like 23 for 26 for like 302 yards and three touchdowns. Hey, no interceptions. If, if ifs were so a fifth advance, we'd all if, if, ifs were a fifth, we all be drunk. But you, 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 you're going to have to throw the ball. Like you're going to have to throw the ball 35 times at some point. I, I don't. You I don't. don't. Uh, yes, you don't. You, yes, you do. Like 15 carries for Pollard, 10 carries for Davis, Pollard got five hurt. carries. There's 30 carries right there. Pollard got hurt. Uh, so listen, I'm not. I'm not they saying that they Davis. didn't need to. Didn't I agree. I agree. They, they didn't. Davis sitting on they the didn't. bench. They didn't. But the point is, I don't take away the accountability from Dak Prescott because oh, if he throws over 35 times, he's not this or that. So what? He's a franchise quarterback. Okay. They yeah, are. I'm they not, are going not, to throw the ball 35 times at some freaking point in the playoffs. Get it the hell done. I'm not saying don't take. No, no, no. You misunderstand me. I'm not saying don't take away the accountability. I'm like. Spread it around. Look around. Everyone wants to just be like, oh, Dak sucks. No, 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 no. Now, I will say this, and I said it before. Dak still seems to have a problem uh, either with his progressions or throwing the ball early enough, and you would think that would be something by this time in his career he would have fixed. I don't think he's progressed with it enough, and if you do want to have a reason that you say you need to move on because he's not progressing, then that's it right there. Progressing that, at what? That's, that's I didn't the, catch that. That's progressing at like throwing the ball early. Like you should be, the ball should be out of your hand before that guy makes his break. And it seems like he's, we're always waiting for the guy to come open before we throw the ball. Oh, and then the dudes are jumping okay. the routes and shit. Like the ball has to be there. That's how you do it in the pros. Tell him, Savance. He was a great college player, but this ain't college. This ain't college. That's the how ball you do it in the pros, The ball has got to be there. As soon as you turn your head around, you shouldn't be seeing the quarterback throw the ball. The ball's got to be in the air. Yeah, forget what forget so, what else is happening around him. You're right. Yeah. 
No, I mean that shit happens, but I'm just saying, like, if you were gonna you have a reason to say he's baby. not the guy, don't just be like, oh, he's not winning. He ain't the guy. That's just stupid. To have a reason, have a real reason. To me, that ain't the if you, reason. If that's what, if you if that's what you're gonna say that he's not the guy, we, that's where I point. That's the real. That that's that the real reason why I say he's not the guy. That ain't the reason. If I'm you were you, to say that, that ain't the reason. If you were to say that, that ain't the reason. But I'm a, he's good enough. I'm gonna tell you what the reason is, and we were close to winning. I'm gonna tell you we what the, exactly, and I'm about to tell you what the reason is. If you if you want to have a a very simple reason, finish, finish. We didn't. You just, you just gotta finish in these big games. Uh, that's that I guess is my the main most point simple is, reason. I feel like we were set up for failure, and despite that, we still could have won if we executed Be, enough. Because he didn't do what, Chavance? Both sides of the ball. I'm talking about. We're, we're talking about I really, that. We're I really about feel that. like everyone's underplaying the drops on defense. That's that was huge, and that's what our identity is as, as a defense. No, takeaways, no, right. and we we dropped the ball literally on the takeaways. So sure, but your defense. To me, that was the key in the game. I mean, appreciate you, man. To me, to me, your defense gave up 19 points. I'm not about to come on here and bitch and moan about the defense. Just not. 19 points. Got you the ball, well, it was special teams, but got you the ball on a turnover from the, shout out to Kelvin Joseph, best thing he did all year. And he couldn't score. Come on, man. I'm not about to complain about this defense. 727, what it is, what it do? What it do? What's good, man? What up, what up? Nah, what's poppin'? I'm chillin', man. Uh... <laughs> It's a tough loss, man. I was still gathering my thoughts. I didn't expect to be unmuted this quick, but what's poppin'? That's all good, man. Man, yo, Dak last night let it – yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Dak let us down last night. He man. did. I mean, simple and plain. Simple and plain. And like your man was talking about them, those uh, curls or whatever he running, it'd be right in front of his face, yo. Niggas right in front of his face, he don't see it. And he he's patting the ball. I don't remember – Dak ever packed the ball so much, double clutching. That last one, or it might have been a first interception, I'm pretty sure he double clutched that pass. Yeah, I you know think that's the one so where he's... you see it or you don't. Yeah, I think that's the one he stepped up. That's why, I, again, I can't wait for the film to come out to see what the concept was on the opposite side. I am just not a fan of, of, of that deep comeback route unless that's your, your number one read. And I have a hard time believing Gallup was the number one read. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, right. you can help me. If, I yeah, can't sure, quite sure remember. Did. Wasn't he, I don't want to say scrambling, but it felt like it was pressure. He moved up and he tried to come back to Gallup on the backside. If Gallup is your backside re, why the hell is that a comeback route? And then why are you stopping your comeback route, Gallup? Like you got to come back. It looked like he was like, all right, one-on-one Michael Gallup, me throw it up and let my guy do his thing. And then he stopped and shook his quarterback it kind of faded to the back, and now that welcome to easy pick. And thank God it wasn't thrown, you know, low, or that's a pick six. But, again, I, I don't know what the concept was on that one. You just made me think about the comebacks and all concept. that stuff. Nah, don't. Yeah. let's not concept. What concept? What the concept what, was. What, on, like, what is the read? Like, what is the concept yeah. on the other side? Is this <laughs> yeah, the, no, I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. That wasn't for you. That was a shot at Kelly. Oh. oh. <laughs> what, where are we, what, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Because I watched 49ers when stuff started to get a little tough for them and we stopped the run. I seen them, you know, this, this, they designed 
they right, they, right, right. they they game plan for that. You know what I'm saying? Kellen Moore, there was none of that. Uh, he has no creativity whatsoever. When when Tony Pollard went out, keep it on Dak like you. I just can't because I'm tired. I all this run it up. We done talked about Washington and consistency last week. I hollered at you and I told you that you know what I'm saying Dak might not turn the ball over no more. I thought week one, in the zone or something. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. The week yeah. one in the playoffs, it, it, it was fine, but not this one. It was the level of competition. We didn't, we didn't see that. We were stuck on beating Brady. You feel what I'm saying? But the whole organization need to take this L and hold it. Because sure. I, I was hollering at your man last night, um, Law, or whatever, and I said, you know, what the hell do, what do McCarthy do? He don't call the plays. He don't call defense. But his arms still, his arms might be folded right now as we speak. I don't know what's happening. Both coordinators got to go. Just saying, now we stuck with coach. Well, to, to stay on your coach. point about McCarthy, it, it, that, and that'll be maybe a discussion we'll talk about tomorrow. It is, it is odd that, that you know, I, I don't, I, this it's game like, plan was strange. Nobody's seen it. Yeah, this game plan was strange. And, and I don't, do, do we, do we just say, hey, this is this is how we're going to beat them, okay. dink and dunk them down the field and, and hope not to make a mistake? Right. It looked All like right. we got scared, especially after Tony Pollard went out. Where was Malik Davis? Where uh, was DeMond Bro, he didn't Clark? get a single. Where was Sam Williams? I, I don't know. know. Sam probably got time. one place with this shit. Yeah. Man, Sam got time. I, again, I ain't tripping about the D, but, but offensively, I, I just no, was defense, like. the defense, they held him to 19. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, this was a game where everybody needs to be pulling out sure, all the Sure, stops. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. There was no yeah. way we needed to lose. Now, I mean, anything could turpin. Yo, yo, you owed us to run back. Bro. How'd you spin? Turpin. Was I, I was so was pissed. running literally to one side of the field. Run the other way. Bro, what? I, I said on Twitter, I said, does Turpin even want to score a touchdown? Like, does he want to really score a touchdown? I'm getting up with all this juice. Fuck that juice, nigga. You was brought in to make it to the end zone. You done gave him two. You done put Facts. two on the ground and lost both of them. Facts. I, I needed I, that last night. I needed you to be that X factor. I don't even care if he make the squad next year. He no, did good. I'm I not would not. I wouldn't bring him back. I wouldn't lose him. I, I mean, he did flip the field. He did put us in good field position. The bro, two, I tried not to hold bro. it because, you know, shit happened. He didn't score and, a touchdown. Yo, like, we're we talking about, I don't know how this man made an all-pro. You had it. <laughs> God opened the fucking scene. He opened the scene. Oh, man. lost my TV last night, bro. Yeah, yo, everybody yo, was yo, all hype. It, it was, hold on, hold on. Everybody was all hype about the return. I'm sitting here living. I'm like, bruh. You you see this offense cannot I, score right now in the second half, and you right. cut it back in the yeah. middle and still spin a Rudy on the kicker. Oh my yeah. god! I, and the whole it's people at Texas yo, Live is like, yeah. I'm like, no, he needed to stay outside. What made him? What made him cut back? You know, I digress. Whatever, Turpin. But but he was literally running towards his man. He was about to run into his man. He, bro, he ran oh into the kicker. God. He deliberately and then he didn't run into the kicker to truck him yeah. or juke him. He spun. He tried, he tried to spin off him. Oh, pro my ass. Shit. This nigga tried to turn the key out of Reed. I, it was, it was, it was sad. It was sad to see. Yo, I, yo, first of all, niggas is at my head today. 
All right, I can't even look at my phone for more than five minutes before putting that shit down. Oh, people don't um, hit me up. My, my DMs. Oh, Cowboy fans, flood my DMs. Oh, my God. Hey, yo, Nation, I'm sorry from one Cowboy fan to another. I know what it's like to put your trust in shit. Yo, your man said he was trying to temper his expectations. I felt that. Almost tapped the screen. I felt that, bro. Real shit. I tried. Playoffs. We was dancing. Hey, man, I, I try to live in the, the week-to-week mentality, um, whether it be a win or a loss. I try to, to you know, I think that's why I'm not as distraught with this loss uh, this year as I was last year because I really felt like, yo, I think we could win the whole thing last year. This year I was like, we got, I, thought we, I thought we got the monkey off our back with the road playoff and the Tom Brady. I'm just like, and technically, this is kind of house money to me. But the expectations is yeah. the Super Bowl. The expectations is the NFC Championship game. But it just, you know, things, things I don't want to say got weird, but but it just felt like looking around the league, man, man, listen. Exactly. If you ain't, if, if it we, felt we, weird <laughs> because of our quarterback. Yeah. Yo, the line, yeah. yo, the line didn't even let him down last night. Notice nobody's sitting here talking about that years. My man had the two penalties or whatever. But there was nothing that we couldn't have overcame. Yo, the quarterback didn't have it in him. Didn't have I tried to listen to his press conference. Why? I know what you say. I know what you always say. It's the same <laughs> shit. I know why I say the yeah. same thing. It's the same. It's the same shit, bro. But I wanted to see him really try and spit that shit out, bro. Like I mean, last night, I wanted a reporter really to ask him how you feel like that. You was just saying how you wanted the Niners out your own fucking mouth. You said you wanted somebody. You wanted to smoke, and you ain't perform. Ain't perform. You straight choke, bro. Yeah. Once again, I'm sorry. I ain't going to tie this shit up. I'm sure I'll think about some more shit to say. I hope somebody else bring it up. It was a poor performance across the board. Nobody brought that juice. I don't want to see Zeke in that one yard. If you're going to want one yard, pay me. Watch that shit put me in. I'm sick of it. Yo. Yo. Hey yo, I, I'm I didn't want I'm probably the hottest nigga gonna be on your line today, man. Nobody right. really spoke, man. I'm sick. I'm today sorry. probably, but hey, but the week maybe not. But yeah, this, but I listen. I told like I said. I hope I, I walk with take it. it. I hope somebody take the cake, yo. Cause oh, hey yo, man. hey yo, I appreciate you. Thank you for allowing me to vent. I'm gonna yeah. try and get on with my day. Is it too early to drink? Don't ask me that. Pouring up. Hey yo, <laughs> don't ask me that. Let's after go. That. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate hey, yo, you, bro. I'm hey, yo, have a good day. Everybody be be good, be safe. I'm out. Salute. Good, great call, man. That's the passion right there. And there is there is some of that in all of us today. 100. I just ain't saying all of that right right here live on air, but I allow y'all to do it. So I said, come on in, man. It's our therapy session about about everything. It's our therapy session. Not too early to drink. Shoot, I almost took me a shot to deal with this whatever I got going on here. I mean, it really is too early to drink. I'm, I, like, let's not be alcoholics now. Don't be alcoholic. But it is 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, 225, what's goody? Yo, what's good? What's up, man? Hey, so, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, Dak and everything that happened. And, you know, I want to say first that, like, yeah, he was the difference yesterday. Um, sure. That didn't play a good game. 
And, you know, before the game, I, I you know, I got a Dallas Cowboy group me, I mean, or whatever. And, you know, I asked, I said, hey, what, which Dak is going to show up? Is it going to be Minnesota, Chicago, Dak, Philadelphia Dak, or is it going to be the other Dak? You know what I'm saying? And the other Dak showed up yesterday. But you know, um, but you know what's so I, crazy I, I, when you say that? Like, if you up? think about those games, think about how aggressive we were. Like, right. the aggressiveness just felt... I would have much rather them say, hey, dog, just go out there and sling that thing down the field. And if you throw picks down mm -hmm. the field, you throw picks. But it, what pisses me off is that it felt like we just got tight. Like, we just clenched up. Right. And when we clinch up, when he clinches up, that means everything has got to be comeback routes and quick out routes. Man, fuck all that. Throw that thing. I feel you. Especially when Tony Pollard went down you. and you wasn't going to run it. If he going to throw three picks, then throw the three picks 30 yards down the damn field or something. But throwing interceptions and I, and on I, and a I, comeback I, route and a, and, and a, and a, and a five-yard stop route on second and two. Come on, man. My bad. My and bad. I kind of feel like Kellen Moore not getting enough heat for how the shit went yesterday. Like, yeah, Dak was bad, but there wasn't enough shots taken down the field. Well, Honestly, you really didn't get C.D. cooking until the second half, and uh, you allowed them to take Schultz in the middle of the field away, and you did nothing about it. Nothing. That shit is crazy to me. Yeah, well... Damn, well, you to, had Schultz score two touchdowns. Go ahead. No, nah, you're right. We'll, we'll probably... This is more about Dak today because it's the obvious, right? Cowboys, he's a quarterback. Dak Prescott, he's the... the it's Dak Prescott. He's polarizing. Okay. We'll continue to talk about Kellen too throughout the week. We got a long week, right? But but you're right. It it didn't look like conceptually things were, were the same as they were last week. But And so as far as that, you know, I know everybody mad right now. You know, I, I was up last night like everybody else. And once I cooled down, I started kind of looking at the bigger picture. I just want to say this, y'all. Because I've been arguing with people on Twitter about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're not cutting Dak Prescott. That dead cap, if we do, is eighty nine million. Oh, that's yeah, that's so that's just not happening. Yeah. Right. Um, also, like to trade Dak, I, I don't see that shit happening either. You're like you're not going to trade for a better quarterback. You know who will be happy to trade for Dak? The the Rams, Detroit. Like you don't want a golf. You don't want a, a Stafford because then you're like in a shit, worse situation than you're in. You're not gonna. You're not going to trade for – you're not going to get a Lamar Jackson, a Joe Burrow, a Josh Allen, or a Patrick Mahomes. So, like, that's not going to happen. And also, even the idea of trading up in the draft, yo, go look at the top – the first-round quarterback draft picks from 2010 and tell me how many of them that are not on rookie deals that are starting and are good. I looked at that list last night. It's a lot of Christian Ponder – it's a lot of EJ uh, uh, Manuel. It's a lot of, of, of Paxton Lynch. It's a lot of those guys, RG3s, that did not make it in this league. So even yeah, if you but... go to the first round and you try to get a quarterback, the chances of that quarterback panning out and being a good franchise quarterback is not high. I think with a quarterback like Dak that is not a first-tier quarterback, not a Patrick Mahomes, not one of those guys that can just – overcome what they don't have on the team, you gotta put more pieces around them. And that's, that's getting another wide receiver. That's, you know, finding another running back um that could complement Tony Pollard. So you know what? And that's also getting probably another offensive coordinator and getting John Kitna back in that quarterback. Oh, I would love that. The question becomes when it comes to bringing in another quarterback is do you trust the franchise to do that, to find 
to find that. And I don't know if you were on the phone earlier when I broke down the timeline, the potential timeline of these things, right? Um, you know, mm-hmm. you're talking about, okay, you get rid of, you say, let's just, again, we're going to repeat it. Say you get rid of Dak right now. Um, you're talking mm-hmm. about likely a two-year period where you, maybe two or three years, where you hope to land the first overall pick or a top five pick if, you, if you're sucking, right? So now you got about a two- or three-year period where you got to figure that out, land that pick, because Cowboys don't trade up like that. They don't trade multiple first-round picks right. to do that type of stuff. That's just not who they are. So, boom, now you get the rookie quarterback. Rookies, nine times out of ten, it takes a couple years. So you're talking about maybe five or six years if you don't put and guess what, Sky? those type top pieces around him. Jerry and his son both came on the fan last week and said that he don't have too many moons left. He's 80 years old. He's not trying to, like, wait another five or seven years and, and to get that, the quarterback and that's my situation point. right. And that is my point. Are we willing to go through at least a half decade or so of being bad to to hope that we are right back in this situation where we're competing for an NFC championship game with an organization who has shown the inability to, to truly evaluate the quarterback position. Right. And so I just think as far as Dak and the Cowboys go, the window is now. You got Tom Brady that's really trying to leave the conference. You got an agent Aaron Rodgers that, that can't agree with his front office and his team and his bad for his locker room. You look around the NFC, the NFC, and arguably Dak is better than the rest of the quarterbacks. Like, there's an argument for him to be better than the rest of them. I mean, Jalen played better than him this year, but generally there's an argument that he's better than Jalen. You just put more pieces around him, try to get some different coaches in there in that offensive, uh, that offensive room, and, and you just roll, you, you roll with the punches. So I think that's the best thing that, that, that the Cowboys can do for Dak and that their chances for win. But the window is now. Like I said, I don't, you look around the NFC and you look at the quarterbacks and you see Kirk Cousins and you see some of these other quarterbacks and you say, okay, well, my guy is better than those guys. My guy is better than But golf. you know what? My guy is better. Yeah. Uh, about the quarterbacks. And that, that's, a, that's a good point about, about the, the specific skill sets or whatever. But I think what we need to understand as Cowboy fans is – we we went through two top ten quarterbacks over the last fifteen years, right? Yep. It's not really about them individually. It's about the situations, and right. I feel like those quarterbacks at just at one point in time or a few years or what have you, they find themselves in situations where their organization just says, "F it, <laughs> we going all in." But one way or another, hook or crook, you know, free agency trades, whatever, and they put whatever it is around them, or, or maybe they do it like with the draft in, in regards to the uh, Seahawks. But for the most part, the organization puts all the resources into it and they get one or they get there and then they live with it the rest of the way. That's not how we operate here. So we got to find a way to be able to get it done the way they do it. And, and a lot of people argue that's just not going to happen here in that, in that manner. And I, I kind of tend to to lean that way. I'm going to root and cheer, cheer like hard every year, but unless we take a, an all-in approach under the current structure, right. bro, I, I don't know how this isn't what we deal with every year. Um, and, 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 hey, listen, not having an all-star probably didn't quite matter um, yesterday, but I'm not necessarily mm. just talking about specific players either, right? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about... Right. When you hire your coaches, let those guys do their thing. And, and and you never know, man. Maybe you'll end up in a situation where they prosper for you. Right. 
And I also wanted to ask you just about yes. I know you said this is about Dak, but on that second down uh, in the red zone, I, I want to say it was second and five near the goal line, when they kind of ran that, like, toss where they brought Noah Brown across the formation to kind of seal the edge, do you think that the reason Zeke didn't try to get outside was because he didn't trust his own, like, burst and quickness? you think if maybe Malik Davis would have ran that or something, he would try? Because if you get to the outside of Noah Brown, like, it's open. That's you touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. And that's... he just kind of, like, tried to bully his way through between, like, Noah and whoever was that... the tackle. Was that the touchdown drive or was that when we kicked the field goal? That's, I think that was the field goal drive after uh, boss man uh, yeah. got the, uh, the little fumble. Yeah, I agree with you. I believe I, so. I, yeah, but I know you'll go back and watch it, but yeah, I think that, that that was when that happened. Oh, yeah, I came home. I did not. I got home around midnight. I did not watch the game. I went to sleep. <laughs> but, um, I feel it. yeah, I was watching that as it happened, and I'm like, man, you're. I, I agree with you. I think old Zeke would definitely been able to hit that outside, hit the sit form on the, on the DB if he needed to, and it's a touchdown. This Zeke. That's just not his game no more. He's just trying to put his head down, get as many yards as he can, and and that's that. And and obviously that's a conversation that we have got to really have now. The season's over. We don't got to coddle this situation anymore. I don't know how you're watching 21 and you're coming away with, yep, we need him on the team next year. Right, right. Like I said, Cowboys Nation, I feel like this is a year-round thing for a lot of us, like the non-casual ones. Like I was in Orange County. August, 97 degrees, standing on the fence watching them practice against the Chargers. Like, I get it. We Like, we die hard. You know what I'm saying? But, like I said, let's just get mad. Cool ahead, Travell. Sky, I'm about to let you go. Um, okay. I'm, I'm just really curious to see when you guys watch film and break down how they shut Charles down. So, have a good day, and I can't wait to hear what everybody else got to say. Schultz. Appreciate it. Showtime. Let me see. Yeah, show. Okay, I see what you're saying. So yeah, Schultz had the touchdown, but but they they took away in the middle of the field, essentially, right? That's what they do. But I, I'm excited to I hate to say the word excited. I'm interested to watch the film because I want to see if D'Amico Ryan's pretty much did what he did last year. It just just had a bead on on this offense, and and you could see them play to that. They play fast to their spots because they knew what was coming type of situation. I didn't hear anybody on the other side of the ball uh, bring that up like Detroit, like the Bucks did. But film should be out here soon. I'm definitely going to take a look at it. Definitely going to take a look at it. Uh, I saw a comment that said, which is this is really weird. Like, are you are you listening to the show? He says he doesn't understand the Zeke criticism. I don't know why. And then, but Dak gets excuses. Sir, I'm going to turn up your volume. This entire show essentially is dedicated to holding Dak accountable. <laughs> like this entire show. And when people are trying to, rightfully so, veer towards, well, what's up with Kellen in this game? What's up with Zeke? Hold tight. We'll get there. But I understand that today across the nation is going to be about America's team's quarterback. And I get it. So I'm inviting that conversation because he was terrible yesterday. There is no excuses. He had chances to win the game. If you're new here, let me tell you how we do things here. You play bad, call it out. You play well. And I was like, I don't think you could do that. I'm going to say, hey, deserves his flowers. What we do here, man? That's what we do here. 
but but there's a sector of this fan base that loves to to relish in the like the like Joey said they they waited twelve months for the last twenty four hours. They didn't hear nothing else. If it ain't attacking one or the other, they ain't hear nothing else. So I said, hey, today is your day. Today is your day. But let's not get away from the fact that there are other things that will need to be discussed as well moving forward for the future of this team. For the future of this team. So if you're new here, Chris or whoever, Skywalker still is not just coming at Zeke and diminishing anything else. Though Zeke and Kellen and everybody else are afterthoughts from yesterday. Point blank period. 203. What it is, what it do. Yeah, what's up, man? Still, how you doing, man? For, you know, uh, the way it ended yesterday, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I heard some people talking about uh, chirping running to the kicker. <laughs> about what? <laughs> the chirping running into the kicker, Bro. man. You know, I, I, I you know, shit, yeah. People. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, um, like I said, some things in sports, you know, it's questionable, man. You know, it's written. That's all I'm going to say. You know, some things. I, mm-hmm. I've been watching football for a long time. I've seen a lot of questionable things that happen in football. So I ain't going to get into that. But anyway, uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Dak, man, he played, he played terrible, man. He did. Uh, I, I got to say that. I've been, I've been one of the. Uh, Dak defenders and uh, stuff like that. You know, I still think he's a good quarterback. Um, I just got to call a spade a spade also, when it uh, happens, yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly, man. It's, it's a spade, man. I can't defend him on this one, man. I'm, I'm not a, I'm, you know, I'm in PA, so you know how I'm <laughs> walking around my head down, you know. So, uh, and uh, also when to uh, say the people don't, you know, uh, that. Um, that uh, over the years, I watched him win three Super Bowls, so I lived through that era. And, you know, I wasn't no, uh, I was a teenager, so I've seen Super Bowls over the years, and and I had to ask this question: What happened twenty odd years before Dak? You know, we gotta look at that too. We're like, all right, Dak, you know, oh. he, he played back. We had all this talent over twenty odd years, and the same thing. So then we have to dig deeper than just the quarterback sometimes. Like, okay, then we had good teams over 20-odd years. What's what's the problem? It, it can't just be the quarterback. The common it, denominator. It like, I, exactly. Yes, yes. And I agree with you. You, you spoke a point where, like, uh, when people are thinking you defended that when you're really not defending that, you look. You, you have to look deeper, too. And I like the way you look deeper beyond that. you got to look beyond that because – uh, the front office to Jerry Jones being the only GM that's always in the spotlight, all that stuff is distractions. Man, I think it's more distractions than anything. Then the uh, uh, what's the uh, 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 OBJ hype? You know, we we always in the in the limelight. Like it's it's like it's more about views and money. You know, the yeah, brand. the brand. The brand. It, it, it's, it's yeah. So it, it, it's it's all that is 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 a, a part of it too. So we you know as Cowboys fans, yeah, we, we feel like that. But you know, try to look at this thing in a whole and dig a little deeper than just the quarterback, man. It's the organization, man, as a whole. <laughs> is, is, is is I applaud you, but 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 good luck. I mean, Tom, Tom, that's toxic. Tom's uh, whole moniker, right? But I applaud you, but good luck 
you know, that happening today. That's not going to happen today. Yeah. Right? Like that. I mean, actually, yeah. I've, I heard a conversation on, on, on TV today where they brought that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't say that. And a couple callers have, have called in, specifically Tom. But good luck. That's all I'm going to say. The day after, is, is most people are going to be talking about what would happen as opposed to the big picture. So that's understandable. Yeah. And then one more thing. Yeah, we, we do need to add, we need to do need to give Dak a chance. I think, I think they failed him a little bit this year, too, with the weapon. We, I've seen it. We all going to be optimistic about our team. But in the beginning, I, I watch the show all the time, and and we we had that feeling being optimistic, but at the same time, we've seen it coming. I've seen them go a little – I wanted them to go a little further, deeper, until even when we went to the, the NFC uh, uh, championship. Yeah, that was my I ceiling still, for deep yeah. in my heart, yeah, but still deep in my heart, I still didn't see us winning the Super Bowl. I just see – I wanted to see the NFC championship just with the team. Yeah, I just didn't see us having that team that, that enough explosive papers – I mean, our uh, players, because we have uh, we have great individuals, but units we don't have good units like a, a full linebacker core or a, a full cornerback. It was always spots, you know. Then when you look at oh, across the field at Forty Nineers, they have good units, you know. It's it's the, the, and the Eagles they got good units. It's not just individual player here. Oh, he's good. Oh, he's good. It, 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 we don't have a good. You know, I just didn't see us getting over that hump. As winning the Super Bowl this year, I was I was optimistic. At the same time, we wanted to see that, but at, you still have that gut feeling in the back, like man, we just don't have enough explosive players. Like something is still missing. You didn't want to say that. You just still wanted to see, you know, us go further. But yeah. it's just like something is missing. It's just like every I mean, quarterback. Then I want to kill this. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Finish. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I, I just wanted to, one more thing. Uh, you know, I'm gonna let you go. Kind of the other callers. Uh, uh, right, they have to kill that narrative that quarterbacks. Good quarterbacks don't need pieces around. That's a old-faced lie. Stop falling into that garbage. Like, please stop it, you know. Oh, oh, he could do it, carry the team by himself. He's a quarterback. He's supposed to uh, carry the team by himself. Man, no no quarterback done that. Not even Tom Brady. He always had pieces around. They had a good uh, coaching staff, and always from the front office to the back end. And and, and, and you got to think about the same teams have won the Super Bowl Time and time again in the past twenty years, and we got what we got five. How many teams have caught up to five Super Bowl championships in the last twenty some years? Just two. Think about it. Just two. Exactly. It's thirty-two teams, so it's not easy as people make it seem. Like all oh, just easy ones. No, it's not, man. You know, if that was the case, all the other teams would have a lot of Super Bowls. Eagles only got what one since how many years? You got to think about that. You got to think. You know, come on. They got one since. I don't know, 60 years, and then you got other teams that never even won a Super Bowl. So, you know, it's not that easy, man. You know, and I, you know, I, I hope you do better next year. And you know, great show, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I've been, I've been talking about that. Seems like 20 years. Back when I was defending Tony, you know, from this organization, and he had his moments. He had his years where he had that talent, and whatnot. But the whole conversation of well you don't need this and that well that let's just stop it stop it not too many quarterbacks are are winning four games in a row alone right you need some form of call it the three pillars right obviously the talent the coaching and the front office you need a combination of both of those things to work hand in hand um i think to to rattle off three or four games in the postseason if you are at a deficit 
at one of those areas, specifically when it comes to game day, the two areas that we're talking about, coaching and talent. And if not, if you can't rattle off three, like yesterday, you got to at least rattle off one. You got to at least rattle off one. And it didn't happen, Cowboys Nation. And here we are. Here we are. And usually we try to do a, a focus, but maybe we'll switch this one up to fan focus moving forward. We got to find out a new one here. Dubai Sky is gone. Doppelganger Sky didn't get us the dub. But if you're one of 39 million men suffering from ED, Boston Scientific has created edcure.org to help you find your best cure. To get started, go to edcure.org, take the quiz, and learn your severity or risk of ED. If you have a condition that puts you at a higher risk, you'll find customized content. Fastest way to find your best cure is to contact an ED specialist by browsing a list of experienced physicians in your area. So visit edcure.org, brought to you by Boston Scientific. I hate that. I hate that, Army Mom. You said it's become a tradition. Maybe it has. We did the way, way, way back in maybe it was August, September. John Machota put out a fantastic article. He does it every year, apparently. We'll do it again next August or this August, where... One of the questions, it was a fan questionnaire. One of the questions was, where where do you see them finishing? And I kind of tweaked it. I said, I think their floor was the wild card round. That's the floor. At the very least, get to the wild card round. Ceiling was NFC Championship. And I hate predicting, right? I don't like to do predictions because I want to see what the team looks like. But I was just putting everything in. Well, what if everything comes together? Um, will they, in the playoffs... Have enough, do enough, coach enough, play well enough for four games to win a Super Bowl. Realistically, I, I wear three hats. Fan, analyst, reporter, whatever. I took my fan hat off and said, I just couldn't see it. Not as currently constructed. But of course, I'm rooting for it. Of course, I, I rode that ride throughout the season. And it was a hell of a ride, man. Because after week one, we were all down. Very, very down. Next game, I, I you know, we do week to week predictions on game day. I said I didn't think they'd beat the uh Bengals and they pulled that out. And I was I don't think I picked against them the rest of the season. Um, because they showed me something. And it sucked that it that it ended the way it did, Cowboys Nation, but it was an enjoyable ride throughout the season. We aren't done here. We are not done. We'll continue this conversation tomorrow and likely later on today on Vice Lombardi Live over on the volume. And then uh, our guy, Mo, will be on handling A to Z Sports primetime. I'm going to continue to drink some tea. I got to get some tea and try to try to get back right. I'm over the first hurdle of what was going on with me last week, hence why I'm here. But um, I want to be able to provide some more quality shows moving forward because we're about to hit that offseason. Next week, maybe later this week, but probably next week, we'll do more off-season content the draft is coming up free agency um coming up free agency first the draft got to deal with contracts maybe we'll do some superlatives a whole lot of different content for the offseason that's where the creativity really comes in we'll try to switch some things up and still provide one of the top morning shows for dallas cowboys content whether you're upset or not whether you're a cowboy fan or not whether you're one of the cowboy fans who hate the cowboys 
if you're here, you must enjoy something. You, you, you must enjoy something about what we do here. You must enjoy talking to the community. You must enjoy, um, you don't got to enjoy the takes, but the content. Maybe you enjoy the content. And if you do that, man, do me a favor. Hit that like button. If you're just coming in here just to troll, I appreciate the engagement too. Hit the like button if you're going to troll. If you want to troll some more, come on back. Hit the subscribe button. But if you actually enjoy quality content and want to, you know, be a part of putting out quality takes or opinions, whether we agree or not, and not just kind of like petty or trolly, which you're more than welcome. Come on, man. Come on through. We All of that is here. All of that is here. We'll pick up this conversation um, tomorrow and won't get up out of here because starting to, now it's starting to come down on me the adrenaline was high now it's starting to come down so cowboys nation i'm gonna get up out of here and press this button i'll try to pick back up later like i said i'll be on the volume that'll be interesting it's a whole different feel over there so that'll be interesting man i'll see y'all then love you cowboys nation peace